Welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy, who reveal the truth, the lies, and confusion about health so that you are no longer the victim to mainstream medical dogma and you are the hero to your own happy, healthy story. Everybody that's listening on the podcast right now, welcome as always to the podcast. We want to make sure that we are giving you the truth um, and, and, and really uncovering the lies when it comes to health and wellness so that you can be able to live the happiest, healthiest life possible. So today, let's talk about the foundations of really, truly living a happy, healthy life. I know those of you who are here with us live who are in the program currently, you know, always want to know, how do I not ever go back? How do I make sure that I continue to keep on living this happy, healthy life? I know one of those ways is staying connected to this community. We're going to show you very soon how to make sure that you stay connected to the community. I know that, you know, just like God has told us from the very beginning that he is the source. We need to stay connected to that source. We want to make sure that you all are always connected to that source when it comes to uh, being taught the principles of health and wellness, the foundations always, because it all always happens and starts with uh, your mindset. Your mindset dictates Um, what your thoughts are. Your thoughts are going to control your actions. Your actions control your habits. Your habits then determine um, who it is that you are um, in life and who you show up as in in life. And that, that, that really is us, mind, body, and spirit. So with that being said, let's talk about, you know, as, as our training is, you all know that we are retired chiropractors and chiropractors by profession. And thank God that we started off that way because we learned some really powerful principles when it comes to health and healing. And for those of you who really don't know or understand a lot about even chiropractic, um, well, let's just say this is chiropractic is not about popping and cracking necks and getting people out of back and neck pain. It's great for doing those things, but that right there is not the foundational principle of chiropractic. And even as we go all the way back to the very beginning, and I think we have to start there with the foundation of anything and why it was started, just why chiropractic was even started, you had this, this man named D.D. Uh, Palmer, um, who Daniel David Palmer, who had started chiropractic, but he was an energy healer by profession. He wasn't a quote, there was no, no such thing as even a, a chiropractor. And what he was finding is that when the body could be able to heal from the inside out, it was very powerful and the body could heal on his own. He was just finding that the body just didn't need any interference and was searching for ways to be able to help people to be able to heal. And the first quote, chiropractic patient ever was not healed from neck or back pain. The first chiropractic patient was actually healed from deafness. Um, this was a man who had lost his yeah. hearing. He was a de- he was a janitor. He had done something, heard this. The last thing that he heard was this pop like in his neck. And then his, 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 uh, his hearing was gone. And he couldn't hear. So um, Daniel David was like, hey, he's like, hey, let me see. I've been studying the nervous system, how the nervous system works. I know the nerves that come out of this area right here go directly to your ears. Let's see if we can be able to see if there's any misalignments in that area that could be putting pressure on the nerves going to your to your ears. Uh, did an adjustment. And back then he was in the basement of this building. We're talking about it was it was 1895. Um, so it was a long time ago. And uh, so he was in the basement of this building back when they actually had uh, horse-drawn carriages. And after he made this adjustment, the first thing that this deaf janitor heard was the hooves of the of the of the horses going down the street, and his hearing was restored immediately. So it was never a 
a neck or back pain thing. In fact, it was always to be able to help heal people of just normal everyday ailments to be able to help their body really just tap into its healing potential to begin with. It never became about a back and neck pain thing until the medical mafia came um, in and said, hey, um, and there was also some greed on chiropractors parts wanting to, to be able to get paid from insurance. And so because of that became this war between medicine and chiropractors where the medical doctors were saying, hey, we're not going to give chiropractors any kind of any any kind of billing rights when it comes to anything outside of just neck and back pain. And that's where the whole neck and back pain pain thing even started because the chiropractors were like, hey, we can only bill insurance for neck and back pain and get paid for that. So we're just going to stay in that lane, which is the stupidest thing that chiropractic and chiropractors could have ever done, in my humble opinion. And that really is what changed things. But that's also why it is that we chose to get out of that that model of treating back and neck pain and get into this happy, healthy um, company that we created to really get back to the principles of what it is that we learned from the very beginning that, you know what, your body doesn't need any help. It just needs no interference. And let's get rid of all of the interference and do that through teaching what it is that we teach. So no, there was, you go. that was beautiful. No, that, that connects to me at, at my, at the core of who I am. I've always just had a belief uh, and, and just knew that, listen, God made us to be healthy and well, that's always resonated with me. So it's, it's interesting when, um, you know, you know, people hear about my story and, and they're like, so, you know, you know, what did you do? Like, how did you not die from this, you know, late stage cancer diagnosis, which most people do end up dying. And, and what's sad and not even dying from the cancer, they end up dying from the absolute medical treatment for the condition, which is you know, pervasive across the allopathic Western medical model. But I tell them that chiropractic uh, saved my life. And they're like, so you went to a chiropractor and got adjusted and, and you overcame late stage cancer. I'm like, no, that's not, it's not what I did at all. Although I was getting adjusted and, and you were obviously over there in Spain yeah. with me, praying for me, supporting me, um, keeping my nervous system cleared through chiropractic care. But I'm like, no, it's, it's not the physical application of the chiropractic that saved me. Guys, this is the most important thing I think that's had the greatest impact on my life outside for me personally knowing Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior is the principle of chiropractic. It's basically robbed uh, or it's co-signed right out of the Bible, which is 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is inside of you than he that's in this world. And it's not even a religious statement for those of you on here who maybe don't know God or don't have faith or a religion of, of your preference. I'm telling you right now, it's an immutable law. Um, it's an absolute that our bodies are designed to heal, that there's a, an innate intelligence, right? It's an inborn wisdom that was placed inside all of us. I mean, the same power that rotates the earth, that stirs the seas, is that healing power is within all of us. So the, the greatest doctor in the world is in you. It's in you, Dr. Rob. It's in me. You know, I hear people, I love when I hear this, you know, I've, I've got the best doctor um, and they're in, you know, I don't know, Boston, Massachusetts or Dallas, Texas. No, 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 no. You could take the top thousand smartest doctors in the world. I probably wouldn't make that list. Um, you could put them all together and they know about this much 
of what real health is all about because they are not able to heal you. There's only one healer and that is inside of you. There's no incurable conditions. There's only incurable people. There's a healing power in you. And like you said, Dr. Rob, it's not that the body really needs any health healing. We need to stop that narrative. We need to stop thinking that way. You've already been healed. You've already been made in perfection. God does not make junk. You got to stop interfering. And so that's really the cause of all sickness, all infirmity, all disease is when your body can no longer adapt chemically, physically, and emotionally because it's not able to heal because something is interfering. What are those interferences? Well, they could be chemicals. They could be thoughts. They could be traumas. Obviously, we are really good at helping teach you lifestyle components to remove interference um, from a metabolic standpoint, but there's a lot of things that interfere. So when I say chiropractic saved my life, it wasn't the adjustment. It was the understanding that if cancer now has been the diagnosis, cancer for me and the way I saw it was it was the symptom, right? Cancer was not making me sick. Guys, cancer isn't making you sick. I was already sick. Let me repeat that. I was already sick. And that's why the cancer was overwhelming my body. And then it ended up in the system for a little bit with the diagnosis and the biopsies. And as you can imagine, it got 10 times worse, which led me to Spain to start getting um, my body adapted again. But that, that was really what saved me is I didn't, my journey wasn't how do I treat um, a symptom called cancer? My journey was how do I stop interfering? What are the interferences in my life that are causing me to no longer adapt where now cancer is overwhelming my body? Because if I would have treated the cancer, let's say, you know, I treated it holistically, medically, chemically, you know, I don't know, maybe there was some special uh, juice that I drank from some small village in Africa and you hear the miracle stories and I got better. I wasn't well because I wasn't deficient in some rare juice in Africa or some unique vitamin or some chemotherapeutic agent or whatever you want to plug into that blank. I was not sick from a lack of those things. I was sick and not adapting because of all the reasons that we have articulated to you, which will revolve around nutrition, how we respond to stress, right? The introduction of seed oils into our body, um, these toxic chemicals that we're exposed to, you know, all the things that our bodies now begin to accumulate over time that have to be addressed. Um, neurological interference, obviously through chiropractic care. I had a horrible trauma to my spine when I was 18. I was in a four-wheeler wreck, um, should have been killed. God was not done with me. Thank God. In fact, he's not done with any of us right now. We're all here. Thank you, Lord. Um, but so there was all kind of these interferences that had to be addressed in order to get well. So my journey led me to Spain because I didn't want to treat the condition. I wanted to treat me. Let's figure out what these interferences are. Let's get my body adapting. And then magically... Um, you can imagine as I started really focusing in and dialing in on that, the cancer went away and it hasn't come back now in almost 13 years. This was July of 2010. So we just finished up this last month. Uh, that was the 13 year mark for me of being given a death sentence from the medical establishment. And thank God I didn't let the fear confuse me or cause me to make a decision that I potentially could have regretted. And some of you listening or you have family members, listen, maybe you went down that road, you survived it, you're hanging in there. God bless you. But I'm telling you, the real problem isn't disease. The real problem is dis-ease, which is interference 
to the greatest doctor in the world who needs no help, just needs no interference. Yeah. And those of you guys who are on program, that's exactly what it is that we're doing is helping to be able to remove and establish a new baseline for you, removing that interference. And as your body is going through that retrain, we're retraining yourselves how to be able to get back to um, where it was from the very beginning. And and I, I love what you were, you were saying, because yeah, it's, it's that fear that causes people to make decisions mm-hmm. that end up just treating the symptoms rather than getting to the cause of the problem. Because the fear is, you know what, you shouldn't be in pain or you shouldn't feel bad, or you shouldn't have those symptoms, or a symptom equals you're sick. Symptoms don't mean you're sick. <laughs> symptoms mean your body is healthy. That's your body trying to take care of whatever totally. it is that's going on. I know this even, even firsthand, I, I and, and I give an example uh, many times of even my son, Jacob, when he was a little bitty, he was like probably three or four years old, and he had gotten into a, a, a box of this organic cereal that was like, um, it was at his grandmother's house and she had had it there for months and months and months. So it was way expired. No telling what was inside this thing because it is real food. Um, it was definitely um, molded or whatever, but he's little. He had no idea. He ate like the whole entire box. And uh, and and I remember sitting with him at 3 a.m. in the morning. He's um, he's he's puking and he's and it's going out the other end at the same time. We're sitting in the bathroom together and and he looks at me and he's like, Dad, he's like, I really don't like it when my body is expressing health. He didn't say <laughs> I don't like it when my body is sick. He said, I don't like when my body is expressing health like this. But he understood mm-hmm. that that's the body doing what it's supposed to do. And yeah. I heck, I even I experienced it this past this past oh, weekend. Oh, boy, you did. You got yeah, hit. So, yeah. So we were so we're traveling again. In fact, it's really exciting where we were because the place we were at is a place called Tulum, Mexico. We were actually doing a site visit that could potentially be our next happy, healthy retreat that we would be doing in the summer. So we've listened to you guys. And one of the things that we've heard is there's some people who can't go on the retreat here coming up in September in Ischia because they're they're working. But a lot of people have asked, hey, can you do something that's going to be in the summer and something that's closer? Well, the good news is Tulum is building an international airport that's going to open up this December. Mm -hmm. So we want to bring you guys to this place that we call our home away from home because it is absolutely magical. The place that we were doing the site visit at is unbelievable. That's that's not even the the way to describe it, right? How would you describe it? I'll post post photo and video inside the virtual method page, but we we talked to the folks there. about hosting a retreat. They've never even had a retreat, um, anything like what it is that we would do. They were blown away even listening to us talk about it. And so we'll show you the place. But if if you'd like us to do a retreat that's going to be closer to be able to live more, learn how to live more of the happy, healthy life and onward, seeing the things that we do on a daily basis, um, we want to do that. But we only want to do it if people are really interested in going because we have to make sure that we block a certain amount of rooms to do that. So I'll put a survey into the group here probably within the next week to see if that's something that you guys want to do. Um, a lot easier to get to. Um, it's only a three-hour flight for most people in the United States. So um, Our friends in London are not happy about this decision. No, <laughs> but, n- not but everybody here in America is pretty, pretty geeked about it. Not at all. So you yeah. can get there. It's 14 minutes, 14, 15 minutes away from, from the actual um, retreat location. Super easy to get to. So um, there's a, all right. And yeah, yeah. If you do have questions, definitely raise your hands. But with that being said, so um, I, while we were there, um, and here's the thing with with my lifestyle and what it is that we've been doing this whole entire year has been on literally fast forward. 
And where we thought we were going to slow down and take some time off, it only got faster. And so from May to now, I can't tell you how many different destinations that I've traveled to, both with with my family and getting my son to school, then with Randy and then with my dad. And just I just been everywhere all over the place. And so my my body and immune system has has slowly been um, slowing down. And uh, and so it came to a literally came to a halt this past weekend on Saturday, um, got some kind of a bug. And as a result, um, Sunday was just um, in bed. Um, fever, sweating, cold sweats. It's coming out this end. It's coming out the other end. It's coming out of all orifices to the point where um, I weighed this morning and I was, I weighed seven pounds less this morning than what it is that this is our new uh, metabolism protocol. You go to Mexico, you get sick, you crap your pants and you lose eight pounds in three days. I don't recommend it. Um, It's a free program. We're not going to charge for it. Don't necessarily advise it. <laughs> I, I, I don't recommend it. But here's the cool thing is here I am a day later. Um, I'm, I'm back. I'm back to normal. But I only say that to say this is that anybody else that would have seen that, including Randy was telling me about uh, one of oh, the, yeah. uh, the concierge at the hotel that was asking where I was. Yeah. And, and he was like, hey, do I need to get him some medication? And we're at like a healing type of place. And Randy's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I walk in there and um, and his name was Jorge, the greatest guy ever. Super nice. Super nice guy. And he's like, you know, where's where's Roberto? I haven't seen him. I'm like, well, he's not doing so great. He needs to rest. And like you said, the, the very first thing he offers me is, can we go to the, the pharmacia and get him some medication? And I, I said, Jorge, we're at a, we're at a, this is the place of healing and wellness um, you know, Rob doesn't do drugs. I don't do drugs. Um, he's like, oh man, what am I thinking? He goes, but that's what most people want. I was trying to be helpful. And I'm like, how we uh, devolved into a place, not only in America, but all over the world where the number one thing we go to when somebody's struggling or doesn't feel great is how do we intervene with drug therapy? It's like, wow, we have drifted very, very far. It's like we put more faith in a teaspoonful of medicine than the power that animates the universe. Anyway, so 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 yeah, obviously we didn't do the drugs. You trust so, your body, whether it's cancer or it's fever, you know your body's doing the right thing under the circumstances. Yeah. So it was just literally <laughs> trusting my body and listening to what it was saying. And yeah. what my body was saying is, you know what? Stop. Just rest. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I was saying is stop, rest, um, get some, get some sleep, which I haven't been doing a whole lot of with all the things that we've been doing lately. And I listened, um, came back home, got some rest, uh, slept in even this morning. Um, normally I'd be up at 5.30 in the morning. I didn't wake up until like nine. And so I just listened to what my body was saying. I feel great. But that's the thing is most people don't know how to even listen to their body because they're listening to whatever whatever everybody else is telling them to do. If I you know, had posted like on Facebook, hey, what do I do for... Um, oh God! Cold, you know, cold sweats, um, <laughs> fever, um, diarrhea, vomiting, all of these, all of these different things. Can you imagine the litany of all the oh things that people would have told me to do? And nobody would have told me, hey, just l- listen to your body. God's created you to heal. Those are all the right things happening for you right now at the right time, not the wrong things happening. Those are all things that are happening as part of your body healing in getting back to where it's supposed to be. So well, even, even if you'd have posted that, it wouldn't even been just all the the over the counters or the medications. It would have been all the natural ways to treat what you're going through, which once again, 
I don't think you were deficient in echinacea is why you weren't adapting, right? So even on the holistic side, we can fall into that allopathic approach where when something's going wrong, you have to intervene and treat it with something where maybe the question is, maybe something's going right. Totally. Maybe your body was doing the right thing under the circumstances. I'm sure you probably didn't want to keep in what was coming out of you by taking something to stop that process of healing. So if you're throwing up, is that the right thing or the wrong thing? It's always the right thing. You've got diarrhea, doesn't feel good, but maybe your body's doing the right thing. So we have to start looking at, is our body trying to kill us or is it always trying to adapt and heal? And that foundation is how you can anchor and not let fear overtake you or you'll fall into the pitfalls of medicine because the foundation really of allopathy is to create fear. Because when you can scare someone, you can move them away from basic truths. It's called a misappropriation, where you take something that's true and trusted, and you steal it, and then you use it to benefit yourself, which is really the for-profit industry today has done. They've scared us. They blamed our genetics. They said, there's nothing you can do except go to the doctor, follow their direction, get treatments, run tests, Yet here we are, we're sicker than ever before. So I am um, not that I'm, I'm never say I'm proud of you because pride cometh before the fall, but I'm well pleased, not shocked. And here you are, your body still knows what to do. No shock there. You're doing great. Absolutely. And here's, here's what's funny is like, even, even as we're coming back, I've got a friend that was, had been asking some, some health and nutrition advice and, and had been helping them to be able to get back on track and change things to get healthier. And they were like, um, Hey, I've got a, I've got a headache. Do you know what that could be? So it's like all of a sudden it's like, you know what, all of the other garbage that you were putting into your body, whether it be, um, drinking, uh, Coke zero, eating at Chick-fil-A, eating fast food and all those things. When you had a headache back then, you didn't ask no. what was causing the headache, but now that you're eating healthy stuff, you're asking what's causing the headache. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It could be a million different things causing the headache. How much sleep did you get? How much, you know, what did you change anything? Where out in the sun? I mean, there was a, a million We've things been but I, in the last 30 years. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's just funny how people all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, will start asking that. Or it's like even the adage when people are like, you know what, all of a sudden somebody says, start eating healthier. And then all of a sudden that person becomes a researcher. But when it was like, hey, put this drug in, put this drug in, put this drug in, they just said, okay, I'll do that to treat the symptoms. <laughs> well, they, what they're wanting is, hey, tell me what to take. Uh, white willow bark and caffeine to get rid of the headache. I don't know, but I've done consults, you know, now for going on almost 25 years. And some of my favorite consults were when, you know, you ask people to eat real food and take natural products to support their body. And they're on blood pressure medication, thyroid medication, they're on depression medication, and they're asking you for the research. Like you said, everybody becomes a researcher when you're asked to eat real food and make lifestyle changes. Nobody's asking what's in the drugs that you're taking and who's benefiting from you taking those drugs for the rest of your life. Um, Rob and I have no, uh, no interest uh, or no financial interest. We don't benefit by you taking drugs or not taking drugs. So you, remember, you got to ask whoever sells the panic, they sell the pill. And really, there isn't anything that you're going through that's going to be solved by a toxic chemical. Those things can play an intervention in emergency situations short term. I get it. Your blood pressure is 220 over 112. It's your on stroke level. You take the drug to get it down. But what are you going to do over the next couple of weeks to get your body adapting again so you don't be dependent 
on a drug that's not fixing the cause of the problem. Remember, if you give drugs to a healthy person, it's going to make them sick. Okay. How is giving drugs to a sick person going to make them well? You know, the pill mentality, this drug-based culture, which is pervasive and it's spread across the world, it's only for emergencies, it's not for your health. We got to get back to trusting, the trusting what real health is all about, which is why going back to, you know, was, was I scared um, when I got the cancer diagnosis? Of course. You're damn right I was scared. I was terrified. Um, I was overwhelmed. I and mean, when you get that diagnosis, I was scared, but at the same time, I was anchored. And so when you anchor to foundational principles, you can measure everything against it and you can start asking better questions. So I believed that the greatest doctor was in me before I got the diagnosis. Did I get the diagnosis? And now a basic foundational truth changed, right? Uh, Dr. Adrian Rogers said the same truth in the light is the same truth in the dark. So the diagnosis didn't change the truth. And if that was true, then I had to anchor to, okay, this isn't some condition that jumped out of nowhere that's making me sick. I've got to start looking at my life and figure out where these interferences are so I can begin to adapt again and get well. And I was proven right. Uh, I didn't want to be right. I mean, I wanted to be right because I didn't want to die. But my principle that we value, your principles, these valued immutable laws that God made you to be well, if you understand that, believe that, and know that to be true, when you hear things that can cause fear and move you away from those foundational truths, it's very easy to ask better questions. So I was able to ask the right questions. I was able to have the strength uh, and the fortitude to ask the right questions because I could not be shaken. You couldn't shake me off this truth that God did not create me to be sick. He created me to be healthy. Guys, health and disease, I've said this a thousand times, they are the exact same thing. Health and disease. If somebody's healthy, there is a reason. If somebody is sick, there is a reason. Your body is always going to do the right thing under the circumstances allopathy in Western medicine doesn't want you to change your environment or your circumstances. They want you stricken with fear. They want control and they want you to make decisions that basically come out of that model. Yet for me, for you, I know for you guys, we don't want to live that way. We're not going to live and be tossed around by every latest medical trend. We're going to say, let's go back to the foundational principles and the evidence is there. Let's stop studying sick people. Let's start studying healthy people, right? Why does all the research on sick people? We can learn a lot from sick people. I can learn I don't want to live their lifestyle. I don't want to eat what they eat. I don't want to live in the environment they live in. Why don't we focus all of our energy on studying healthy people? Because healthy people have certain things in common that is across the board. I would love to see a study done there. But Dr. Rob, I have a feeling that the pharmaceutical companies and the medical industrial complex they already know these answers. They're not going to study what healthy people do because that doesn't create victims. That creates victors and victors live their happiest, healthiest life. And those are the facts, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's a great place right there to uh, stop the podcast for today. Um, on the next podcast, we are going to, thank you, Dr. Randy. Thank you. Um, so uh, on the next podcast, we're actually going to have a very special guest. She's a, actually a good friend of ours. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys won't be able to see this live. For those of you guys, you guys are actually going to have to uh, get into the podcast to be able to hear her. But it's uh, 
Hannah Davis, who is an amazing person. She's uh, she's done programs. She's done phenomenal, but she actually is a, a TV personality here in Dallas, Fort Worth. You're not going to want to miss that no. episode. She's always got great yeah. wisdom to share. She's super inspirational, super motivational. And so we're looking forward to her being on the next podcast. So definitely tune in to the next episode of the podcast to be able to hear Miss Lovely Hannah mm. Davis. Thanks for listening to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to follow them on Instagram at the H2 Life or on YouTube and Facebook at The Happy Healthy Guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.